Welcome to the Life of Plenty. I'm Lisa Urich in studio without Ashley Michael today. She's a little under the weather, but I am with a good friend and uh, one of the board members for Plenty, the downtown bookshop, Angie Wells. Welcome, Angie. Thank you, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Tell us about what you do in regular life because you have you have many roles that you play. Uh, what kinds of uh, contributions you're making to the community because you you're all over the place. Yeah. Um, well, I am the executive assistant with Amy New, who is the president and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce. Which is a big job. That is a big job. <laughs> um, trying to keep her calendar and everything, you know, organized and keep her going. Um, and then, then I'm also the director of Leadership Putnam for the Chamber of Commerce. I owe so much to Leadership Putnam. And I've been through twice, and it's just marvelous. And right now, you've got a team that's working on little book nooks you know we're, we're going to be building yes. little free libraries and yes such. i heard that which is so, fantastic so, i was so happy to hear that yeah leadership Putnam. it's a great it's a great it's program. a great program and thank you for for leading that and you've yeah. you've led all kinds of things and i have and you have been a huge um support to plenty and to the bookshop you've just been a cheerleader for oh uh, thing. books to me go way back I'd love to read, um, and I love books, books in general. In general, in general, books. Well, that's why yes. I, I know you do. You have a visceral love for books. So I do. We're going to talk today just about all of your books. I mean, the books that you want to talk to, the things that have fed your, uh, your shaped you and fed your spirit and all that. So, where do you want to start? What? Tell us about some of your. Early books or what early did, books? When did you fall in love with reading? Oh my gosh! Um, when I was a kid, uh, I'm going to say second, third grade. Uh, there was always books. My my dad always was an avid reader, and um, I don't know. I just loved it, and I remember the. Do you remember the Scholastics that mm-hmm. you would get back in school. Yes. They would give you the little pamphlet, and yeah. that was so much fun for me, so much fun to pick out those books. And, of course, my parents were always so supportive and um, and just getting them at school mm-hmm. and reading them. And, of course, there was a contest back then of who could read the most books. And, Did you compete in the contest? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Did yes. you win the contest? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. I can't. I think that was like in fourth grade, fifth grade, oh, nice. if I can remember. But um, the one book that stands out is Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a classic. Um, that's the one that, you know, really stands out to me. Um, you know, I... I have so many books. My husband keeps telling me, why are you buying all these books? (laughs) They're like little treasures, aren't they? They are little treasures. And, you know, when they came out with um, Audible and, you know, the Nooks Mm -hmm. uh, to read, Mm -hmm. I can't do it. The Kindles, I just can't do it. It doesn't replace a book. Well, there's, you know, there's these beautiful MRI studies that we have now that say when you're holding a physical book, your entire brain lights up. Like when you're in love, 
Jake was just telling us his engagement story. That was very exciting. <laughs> like yes. when, you're, when you're in love or when you're having something really happy, it, it's that's where the serotonin release comes that's from. That's right. And all of the good hormones. And when you are listening to a book, and Libro FM is our is our nonprofit partner that that makes sure that your audiobooks go to local bookstores. But even then, you know, I was listening to Tom Lake, and I'm like, I'm going to listen because Meryl Streep is doing the audio. And I'm like, it just doesn't get any better than that. Ann Patchett, True. Tom Lake, and and I just I couldn't. And I'm like, if I can't for Meryl Streep, I just can't. Right. So I'm the same way. Yeah. It's, I just, but it's it's real. It's not the same. Yeah. Turning the page. I love the smell of the book. The new book. I mean, your brain uh, and your brain gets into it. You it get does. you get more out of reading when you put it in your hand and concentrate. You get more physiologically, more in your whole body than you do when you listen. When you listen, you get content. That's right. But when you, you know, like we're listening now, but mm-hmm. when you read, it's, there's a whole different level it, of engagement. It's really Absolutely. Fun. So you were in a house that had lots of books in it. Lots of books. My dad was big on Westerns. Lori, Louis Lamar. Louis Lamar, yeah. 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 Uh, that was his favorite. Um, I never could get into a Western book, but... Um, you know, of course, my mom uh, read a lot of magazines. Mm-hmm. You know, I love magazines too. Yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah, little stories, and little stories, images, and just yes. something about holding that paper. Yes, it is. Um, really good. And then, of course, um, my kids. My daughter is an avid reader too. So um, oh, beautiful. Oh, you know, with the twins, you know, I would read to them quite often, and. Um, my son didn't get the, like my daughter does, you know, what uh-huh. I'm trying to say yeah. here. But um, she continues still, 30 years old, uh, loves to read. She's like me. She has piles of books. Um, yeah. She doesn't use a Kindle. Um, so I'm kind of proud of that. Oh, you know? Of course. Did you read to them as babies? Yes. You did. And yes. they were twins, boy and girl? Yes, yes. fraternal twins. Fraternal twins. Yeah. So, And you read to them as babies. Some people don't think about that but babies even before they can flip pages or whatever oh yeah it's really really good for them yes it is very good i imagine she did well in school and yes they did they both did did. so beautiful exposures so let's talk about some of your favorite books growing so we got the scholastic experience yeah what's in you tell us about your books do you want to tell us about the to be read pile that you're looking at oh my goodness so um the one book is my favorite book, um, is by Philippa Gregory, and it's the historical fiction that she writes, The Other Bolin Girl. Oh, The Other Bolin Girl, yes. Yes. Bolin um, Girl, yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of love the historical fiction back then, mm-hmm. you know, the kings, the queens, and all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love. Philippa Gregory as a writer. I love her books. Um, I've read almost about all of them. Um, and then, you know, I'm I'm the hopeless romantic type. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Sparks, I have to bring him up. The Notebook yeah. is one of my favorites. Of course, the movie was good, too, that came out of that. But it's different, isn't it? I mean, yes. I, I love historical fiction, too, and I've been reading – Ruta Zapetti's, yes. who is, uh, have you ever read her? No, okay. but I've heard. Oh, okay. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because okay. she writes stories that have fallen through the cracks of history, and they just yeah. sit in you in a solemn sort of way. But 
in a solemn understanding. It's a really beautiful thing, kind right. of like the other Berlin girl. But right. what, let's go back to Philippa Gre- Gregory and what you love about her writing. It's just that, you know, she writes historical fiction. Yeah. And how she writes, it just makes me feel like I'm there at that time. Right. You know, and that's what I love about reading. You can get engrossed in a book, and it's my escape from Mm -hmm. reality for a little bit. You go someplace else. You go someplace someplace else. else. I visit, you know, in England or, you know, the Tudor family, the Tudor castle. And, you know, and how she describes in her writing, you know, how it was, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And, of course, you know, I was wondering if a lot of her books – were based on true facts Mm -hmm. and it is Mm -hmm. i you know and which i love even more yeah because you're learning i mean you're going and you know i'm going back in time yeah yeah when you go back in time with those historical fiction you're immersed you're in and some some people call that faction because you're right actually looking at at history and then putting fictional characters Characters into it um but there's Something wonderful about the story itself when you you're dealing with that much history, and, yes. and it's really oh that's that's beautiful. And you're hopeless romantic. You started down that Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. The movies are different. And what what I thought are. about with Ruta Sapetti's is I saw her movie after reading her book, and right. and I was like, you have to really rewrite for movies because it, her book was really about story, mm-hmm. and a movie is largely about character. It's interesting. So it kind of elevated some characters in the movie that were totally different. How did you find the movie and the with the other Berlin girl? They're well, they're not. The book is it's not the same. It's not the same. (laughs) I mean, they touched on you know some high points, but it's not the same. It's just not the same. (laughs) It's and it's you know you're going into a world versus you're seeing a world and being presented. It's really a a different thing. Uh, the Notebook. Uh-huh. I thought Nicholas Sparks, um, the movie. You know, they did a good job. Of course, you know who who wouldn't like Ryan Gosling? You mm-hmm. know, as the main mm-hmm. character. But yeah. and that was pretty good. Probably close to the book. Yeah. Um, but, but it's not like being there and feeling no. there and feeling those characters. Mm-mm. Do you ever read and you hate to put it down because you feel like you're going to leave the characters in a yes in a terrible space? Absolutely, it's like, I feel guilty that we're leaving you. <laughs> yes, I mean I have stayed up all night once before to yeah. read a book because I couldn't put it back. It was the other bowling girl. Was, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's why I think I it just sticks out. Yeah. Um. Of course, they have a mini series. I don't know if you've heard it or seen it but called the tutors i have yeah yeah i love the tutors and yes. that whole oh it's genre. just it's kind of a cool yeah it's just fascinating to me it is and there are you know there's certain you know i love that you're bringing out you know romantical historical fiction and such because there's a lot of, of that have you ever read cozy mysteries or anything what do you read when you just want to be light and read something usually yeah. um nicholas sparks Kristen Hanna has uh-huh. recent is like my uh favorite verity uh what a great book um you know uh i'm loving reese witherspoon books her picks um I love her. I'm trying to think of one that's standing out to me right well, now. Well, um, Reese Witherspoon has picked Sharon Cameron's books. 
Um, and Sharon Cameron writes with Ruta Chepetis, who I just mentioned a second yeah. ago. And they write all their books in Baxter, Tennessee. And so Reese is big, and they're oh, international bestsellers, and they don't live in Baxter. They have a cat. There's right. a cabin, and they do a lot of writing. So Sharon Cameron has written some that are really that are Reese Witherspoon's. Also historical fiction, also really artifice is one. That I'm not. I think I've got oh, my to be read. I think I have heard yeah. of that. Um, lots of really good, really good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, I just have. Um, I read everything just about. Um, Autobiographies is Ooh. top. Uh, okay. I have so many from, um, of course, you know, I'm an 80s girl. So Van Halen. Oh, I bet that's interesting. What did you learn Very about Van Halen? interesting <clears throat> about that group. Of course, you know, you have to determine whether you're a Van Hagar or Van Halen. Yeah. Um, with David Lee Roth. Um, very interesting. I'm more engrossed in Eddie Van Halen, just a just a great guitar player. Yeah. I've never seen heard anything like it. Yeah. Um in his life with Valerie Bertinelli, I've gotten both of her two books oh, about her life with Eddie. It was very interesting. You know, I don't think the love between them two ever, you know, uh was gone. Even though they divorced, they still um, stayed very close um, because of their son Wolfie and um, all the all the things. But yeah, um, we think of Wolfgang. Um, Wolfgang is that because of Wolfgang um, Amadeus Mozart? I, yes, I think so. Okay. Yes, Wolfie. Wolfie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of like to to learn about their life, you know, because they're always out in the limelight and they're you know, on the go. And, but when you hear tell their story, it, it's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I like about autobiographies because you get to learn a little bit more in depth. You get inside their mind and their exactly. hearts. And, yeah. um, you know, Elton John, that was a good book. Oh, wow. Stevie yeah. Nicks. I've not read any of those. Oh, so. they're so good. They're so good. Um Stevie, I bet that was interesting. Very. Yeah. Gold yeah. Dust Woman. I highly okay. recommend it. Okay. Gold um, Dust Woman. Yeah, Stevie The Life Nicks. with Fleetwood Mac. That was a one-time, one of my favorite groups, uh, 80s yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. They were fantastic. Um, so, yeah, uh, Matthew Perry is on my to be stack, read? To okay. Be Read. I got yeah. that from your bookstore. Yeah. Um, Friends fan, you know, mm-hmm. and boy, what he has battled addictions and oh it's interesting they just did the autopsy and found out how he died or what what happened it, it was very yeah very sad it's very sad Un- unexpected accidental you know all of those kind of things and all after everything he'd overcome yes and then yeah yeah so you've got the so matthew sad. perry i got the matthew perry um what else? There was another one. Oh, amy winehouse oh okay so you, you guys had that book yeah. um very sad drug yeah. addiction also very young but wow what a voice she well, had i think sometimes the saddest people tell the best stories yes and, and have you know a lot of art springs from from he- that sadness and healing and all that yes. and amy winehouse had a had a 
had a tragic story, but she did beautiful voice, beautiful voice. You're making me want to create a whole shelf just full of musicians. And did you read Dolly Parton's Songbird? Or I have not yet. Yeah, okay, that's got all. It's just all lyrics, but it's just a beautiful, you know, walk down her life. And so yeah. you've got autobiographies, you've got historical fiction, we've got uh, a little bit of. Uh, contemporary romance and, and that sort of thing going <laughs> yes. on. What else do you love? I'm like love across it. the board. I love it. <laughs> isn't that the beauty of discovering books? Because we don't experience life in genre. You know, True. We experience life and our interest in, in part of the purpose of a bookshop. And the reason it's a, it's a nonprofit service is the idea is that we're bringing books together that you wouldn't necessarily – Think to be interested in and so that you can have a, a discovery serendipitously between right. this book and this book. I mean, I, I'm reading Shopcraft as Soulcraft, which is about motorcycle, working on motorcycles. Oh, really? I've never ridden a motorcycle. I have no interest in motorcycles. <laughs> and yet I'm reading this book and I think it's fascinating <laughs> because it's connecting. So, but I discovered it in the bookshop. I discovered right. it in in looking at things. What kinds of things have you discovered that have surprised you? Oh, kind of yeah. caught you by like, I didn't think Angie would ever be interested in this, but here I am. Oh <laughs> my it. goodness! Oh, that's a tough question for me because I'm just trying to think about, you know, a shock value that I was just like, oh my gosh. Probably my shock value is probably going to be in the autobiographies okay, yeah. because you know you you picture them as this, yeah. But then when you hear their words, it's totally, totally different. something different. And it's like, oh, gosh. Their public wow. face is really different than their Absolutely. Than, than what's going on in their head and mind and life. Right. They're just people, too, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's the beauty. I, You know, when I was little, I grew up with my grandmother and she had, or my when I go visit, um, this library full of books. And they weren't age appropriate necessarily. She was an English teacher, but she had autobiographies and there's one of Norma Zimmer who was on the Lawrence Welk show never heard of her but I picked up the book and I read it and it was just so powerful yeah in me I still remember meeting Norma Zimmer and that's the way I met Corey Tinboom and yeah. others because you just meet this person really deeply so yeah that's that's wonderful and probably yeah. the one other kind of books that I love yeah cookbooks do you I collect them do you like read my grandmother used to read them like oh, novels yes so what, and, what kinds of cookbooks me. do you have? What do you oh, like? my goodness. I have um, The Food Nanny. I don't know if you've ever heard about her. I, I haven't. Tell me. Oh, my goodness. Um, based out of Utah, but okay. they, her family, they grow Kamut. Kamut? Kamut. What is Kamut? It's a flower that is better for you than your regular all-purpose flour. Huh. Okay. Um, so many benefits of using Kamut flour. And so now I'm like big into baking, making my oh. own bread, you know, all kinds of things. Do you use Kamut? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Okay. Yes, I use Kamut. See, Kamut every time bread. you talk to a reader, you learn something. It's yes. so exciting. So, it's, it's just fascinating, you know. Um, of course, they have an inter- uh, website and uh, Facebook page and instagram and they just teach all kinds of things you wow. know so the food nanny helped you become a baker yes actually wow. i've learned a lot from that yeah. and um you know uh 
chickens. I used to raise chickens. Oh, nice. I was big into getting all the chicken books that I could get. Oh, there are some good ones. There's some good <laughs> there ones. Is. And Jacques Papin wrote a really good book on, uh, I think it's called Poulet. It's a chicken book. It's, have you seen his book? I have not seen his book. Oh, my book. goodness. If you love chickens and you love the cooking books and you love reading yes, and you love autobiography, I it's do. kind of all in one. Oh, he's he's you amazing. might have to get that for, yeah, for yeah. me maybe so and, yeah and, and 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 i'm drooling over julia child's french the art of mastering the art of french cooking that I'm is on so my list far away from that i know i, know. I what other what other cookbooks do you like though uh Ray drummond oh yeah okay love her pioneer cooking woman. Show, pioneer woman um mm-hmm. got her book also her yeah. life story which was fascinating too um, so then, I do a lot of her, Rachel Ray. I was really yeah. big into Rachel Ray. Isn't she sweet? Yeah. Uh, super sweet. Um, but yeah, I love all kinds of cookbooks. Yeah. The only place you, you, we haven't, well, we've been around the bookstore in my mind. Children's books. You read a lot of children's books. Do you have any favorites or recommends? Do you, who um, do you love in the children's? In the children's world. Do you remember hmm. any titles there? The only, hmm. I don't really remember, Lisa. It's okay. been a while. Yeah, I've I'm read, trying to think one that I've sticks out. I've discovered Frog and Toad and the Winds and the Willows, and uh, of course, I've loved Shel Silverstein and some of those. I just thought oh, maybe yeah. there might be a a children's book, but I love it. the the cookbooks are surprisingly good reads. <laughs> yes, you know? I also love decorating books. Are you somebody that ever picks up decorating books? Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes, and homesteading um, books. Oh, homesteading. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, I find that a lot of people are just going back, I should say, back in the day. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, I was raised um, on growing your own food. Mm-hmm. We canned a lot. Um, my mother, it was all, you know, my grandmother, my mother. I now do it. I'm now passing it on to my daughter on how to can. Oh, wow. Um, have a garden. Can what you grow. So I'm really interested in just like homesteading, going back in the day and um, oh, self-sufficient, that. you know. That's Isn't that interesting? I'm pulling that from you because yeah. you, you love from the pioneer woman, from the food nanny, mm-hmm. from the historical fiction, from raising your own chickens to and investigating chickens to homesteading, this idea of creating a beautiful life. Yeah. And, yeah. and where books are part of it. Yeah, There's one decorating. There's a book called Books Make a Home, and it's a it's a decorating book. And so you can tell your husband when he asks, like, how why do you have so much so many books? It's like because I want to have a beautiful home. <laughs> books yes. make a home. <laughs> yes. And when you um, mention Julia uh, Child's uh-huh. cookbook, yeah. that's another thing that I'm into. I love French country. French country. Me too. French country. I'm just like in the decorating mm-hmm. French country. The style. The style. That fresh French yes. country style. Yeah. Yes. You can see that. That, you know, into that just paints a whole picture <laughs> of you. This French country style, the homesteading. These pieces of you that we wouldn't know otherwise. We're we're needing to wrap up. And my goodness, this has gone quickly. Oh, my gosh, um, it has. Uh, and this is your first podcast. I this just is say my very first podcast. You are fantastic. Thank and, you. Um, Thank what, you. What one thing do you want to leave us with about reading as an encouragement? If somebody's listening and they're interested in all the things you've said, um, have any words of wisdom or words of advice for It's an escape. 
Yeah. Get into a book and escape. Um, you know, go someplace that you've never been. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a historical fiction or, you know, whatever. But um, that's my advice. I mean, reading a book just just takes you away from everything. You get into that book and you just you feel like you're there and you're in that setting and um, it's just great. It's just great. We can go all the places. We, we can could go, go anywhere. We don't anywhere. have to be there physically. We can go anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Angie, thank you for sharing a little bit about your, your heart and yes. and your books and for all the service that you do with throughout our community um, and especially in support of, of Plenty, the downtown bookshop. Absolutely. So we appreciate I'm you. I'm happy to. Thank and you so you, much. You certainly do. Uh, embody what we mean when we say a life of plenty a life of plenty so that's exactly thank you thank you for having me and thank you for listening this is the life of plenty